0: Live from the Talking Joe Studios, it's Talking Joe with Chief and Chris. Hey, 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 it's me, the Chief. Joined by my buddy as always. Diagnostic 80 aka
1: Chris That's McLeod clean. from the Full Force Podcast, and of
0: course Talking Joe. That's right, and you are not the only one who's come by the Talking Joe studios this week. We've got a couple of couple of young Bucks who are no strangers to the Sexy show. It's Mr. Young Bucks. <laughs> it's Mr. Chadley Bowers and the third Esquire, aka Chad Bowers. And uh, Mr. Chris Simo Sims. Oh no, fans, I both- forgot I was Simo. <laughs> <laughs> Simo. Oh Simo. no. Both GI Joe fans, both professional comic book writers. So it's welcome funny back how- to the
1: show, guys. It's funny how we-, we minimize Chris's name and we maximize chance Yeah, I like, no, I like it. It's great. Imagine that on the back of a football shirt or something.
0: <laughs> how are you fine? Uh, how are you fine, fellas? Up uh, doing? How are you up to? I'm good, man. I can't speak for Simo, but I'm good. <laughs>
2: Uh, I would like to lodge a formal complaint
0: <laughs> with the name designation insult. generator. What? It's not an insult, or is it an insult where you come from? I don't oh, know. I
2: know it's not an insult. I just, okay. I you just I, wanted just... a long,
0: elaborate English name, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we, we'll go with Chris S and Chris M then for the future. Okay, okay. Look, look,
2: look it's your show. Whatever makes it easier for you, it's fine. <laughs> um. What have you been up to? I was here, Chad texted me after the episode went up, and he was like, what's up, Simo?
0: (laughs) It's it's nothing, really. I guess it's just uh, an abbreviation, I guess, of anyone who had a, a surname, you know, that had Sim in it. But anyway, it was it was never inferred as a as a derogatory as a, <laughs> a term. He's backtracking so, now. He's worried. Yeah, I, 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 hear, the, uh, I hear the
2: the fluffworth in the voice <laughs> right now.
1: Don't worry about <laughs> it, Chief. On. We've already got them back on the show. It's fine. We after this, we'll never speak to them again.
0: Okay, two quick <laughs> two quick points. Two quick points I want to make because I am not casting stones. My first day of school at middle school, I would have been. Nine, I think I was the only kid At my bus stop Because my parents lived In the middle of nowhere Just a fields all around So I was the only kid At the bus stop It was the last Bus stop before school You say bus it was But a, wasn't it more Of like a horse and cart Kind of It's a of coach yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah So it's a coach Yeah yeah It's a 53 seat coach Slash bus There's about 75 kids On this already I get on the bus The kid at the back is like a, one of the The oldest sick formers Gets on the back And said Look at him He's got a square head Let's call him blockhead <laughs> <laughs> and I lived with the name Blockhead for about four years in school. That's like a G.I. Joe code name, though. Yeah, that, yeah. That can
2: be, I can see it on an action
1: figure package. Not the way yeah. it's said in that story, but definitely, no. I definitely no, could probably see
2: that.
0: they <laughs> put Blockhead on it. <laughs> and, blockhead. Also, and also, and <laughs> also... And also, my dad basically started calling me Chief from when I was about two. Chief. Oh, man. So then... your dad doesn't call you No, he did not call me Blockhead. <laughs> and that
2: guy on the bus was my
0: dad. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> and, and then throughout school. Uh, I was called Chief, and, and and work I was called Chief, but I was living, I was nowhere near London growing up, and then when I went to London, people were telling me, I would say, "Hi, oh, my name's Chief, and people start laughing, because in certain parts of London, to be called a Chief was a massive insult, so there you go, it's not, you know, I'm I'm not casting any stones or, you know, about other people's names, so you're safe here. double-header of
1: an insult name for Chief, <laughs> Chief Blockhead.
0: Chief <laughs> Blockhead, yeah, good, good, good. Um, Con season is upon us. Are you boys conning
2: at the moment? I just did my last one for the year. Last, okay, uh, like I, yesterday here in uh, here in Durham, North Carolina. I did Bull, uh, NC Comic Con Bull City is the official name. The Durham Comic Con. It, uh, it was very fun. But yeah, that's that's it until uh, well, I guess we'll do Minicon in January, right, Chad?
3: Yeah, I guess so. That's the plan. Yeah, that'll be my next one too. I, I don't have anything lined up. Uh, there may be like a small one that I'm forgetting in December, but it's like a one day show. But I can't remember what
0: that is. You boys need to go over to the UK. And go to Thought Bubble. I just came back from Thought Bubble just as a punter this weekend. Yesterday, in fact, the ninth time I've gone. It's up in above Leeds now. So it's like five hours traveling distance. But um, great lineup there. Um, Azarello, Dave Johnson I met. Uh, Kaizama did me a sketch. Oh, cool. Donny Cates I was chatting to. Terry Dodson. Esad Ribic, miserable as always. He was there. <laughs> chatted to. I think who was really cool, Daniel Warren Johnson I was chatting to. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, good guy. Really cool. He had an AEW hat on, and I was like, Are you, "You like AEW?" And he's like, "A massive Mark." And he's like, "Oh yeah, did you see Cody's last promo?" And have you seen the Young Bucks match against Private Party? And he was, we were just chatting wrestling, and he had this um, old man Skywalker mini comic on his table, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" He goes, "Oh, it's just a like a little eight-page mini comic he did about um, you know old man Skywalker and his final kind of battle, it's like a I guess an alternate history to the Last Jedi." But um, it was really cool. It's, yeah, it was really cool talking to him. Chatted to Jack yeah. and Shelby, Nick Roche, but um, yeah, really good time. What about you, Diagnostic? What have you been up to?
1: I just got back from my last con of the year, assembly required. That was absolutely amazing. So Des Moines, Iowa, all Joe kind of eccentric. There was a Night Force theme, so I took my Night Force Lightfoot cosplay and met up the finest there, and they had all their Night Force gear. It was amazing. I'll uh, I'll send you some pics so you can um, yeah. share them on the Twitter page. Uh, that honestly it is I have to be, give a big shout out to Brian Sauer. Travis Weber, Steve Kelting, Dave Muencraft, everyone involved that does that show. it is so it's just so f***ing amazing so for, <laughs> for lack of a better term. It, they it, honestly, the quality of the show is incredible. They have raffles and giveaways all the way through the day and they give away the most incredible prizes. They were giving away like a like assorted night force goodies like which are not cheap. Uh, There was, I think, a flag giveaway at the end. So, I mean, this is like proper crazy. They they do amazing merch stuff, T-shirts, hats, stickers, prints, and that kind of funds all of their giveaway stuff. So it's kind of almost like a non-profit kind of deal. And, yeah, it's just brilliant. They had Raging Spoon was there. Joe Declassified was there. I did a panel on Night Force with Pat Stewart, not Picard. And also <laughs> Jodie Classified, they did a great panel that I kind of jumped in on as well about like, you know, production uh, f- from like the production of the figures to the pegs when they actually end up in stores. And it was really interesting. And yeah, I'm, loads of people were there. It was, it was brilliant. Um, Roma collectibles, they have great vendors. It's just, it's just awesome. So yeah, big shout out to those guys, and yeah, really, really cool event this weekend.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. Although yeah, I, have I, saw... to, I have to add,
1: this isn't yeah. inside Chris's mind, but I had the the night before the actual show on the Saturday. It's only a one day show, but the night before you, they have a dinner, big get together for everybody. Uh, you have the dinner, then the next day you have the show, and then the following day you have a brunch, and then you bugger off. So <laughs> it's pretty, it's it's kind of small, but it's perfectly formed, basically. And yeah. on the Friday night, we got there after a four-hour drive, not too bad uh, from where we were. Uh, picked Kate up from work, drove there, got straight out to the dinner, had dinner. They they put on some, like, they do basically put on pizza, and it's like a buffet style. Um, and there's like about like 30 or 40 people there, so it's quite busy. And they have like a separate room uh for this from this restaurant, like a kind of you know separated for everyone anyway, so we had a we kate they'd done some special pizza for Kate and I because we are dairy free and we don't eat meat, and so we had this special pizza it was it was not it was really nice, but <laughs> that night I got the most hideous stomach pains, and it must have been from that because I didn't eat anything else all day, so i had I was probably up from about two, in like, so I went to bed about two-ish in the morning, so I thought it was going to be a late night anyway. Went to, I started feeling these kind of stomach pains, got, got into bed, and I, it was awful. Like Stomach pain central till six in the morning, and I didn't sleep at all, just writhing around in agony. I finally took painkillers at six a.m. because I just gave up. I'm like, no, I've got I've to do something because I've, I've got to be up in like 20 minutes to go get ready to go to the show. Zero sleep. Hideous stomach pain. Kate almost called, like, she almost took me to the hospital, it was that bad. And... Nasty. I know, it was horrible. So I had these painkillers, they kind of sorted me out, showered, and then somehow got through the day doing two panels, running, like, all the f***ing audiovisual stuff for them. Had the cartoons, like a cartoon block running all through the day as well. So it was like really kind of like struggled through somehow managed it but yeah zero sleep that night and it just yeah. almost destroyed me for the next night as well
0: well i know where you're going wrong you're a weirdo vegan that's probably what it is yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah they pro- i they think probably did a
1: poo on the pizza or something just because yeah. yeah. it was yeah. awkward
0: get some pepperoni get some home in pepperoni on your pizza <laughs> home, <laughs> home in bacon <laughs> inside, gag, inside <laughs> home, gag home in uh, bacon cut. right um yeah speaking of going out for dinner actually very very quickly i had My mate has just started art repping for Ian Kennedy, who is 88 at the moment, and he has been doing Commando. You know the little Commando British comic? Yes, yes, It's like a digest size. He's been doing covers. He's done over 1,500 covers for Commando over the last, like, I don't know, 60 years. He's an absolute, and his work is so good. And he was going out for dinner, and they were going out with John Wagner, who is obviously, you know, Mr. Judge Dredd and has written so many dread stories now like oh do you want to come out for dinner and I was like I declined in the end but it's because it's one of those things I would felt a little bit uncomfortable going out for dinner with my effective hero Uh, Have you boys over you know uh, Chris and Chad have you I know Chad you've had dinner with like Larry Harmer and stuff but Chris or have you any other one any other people that you've uh, idols of yours that you felt a bit nervous around or didn't want to go out with for me it was chad bowers when we went out.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah um in, in fact i was just telling chad a couple of minutes ago i was so tired at this con that i was at this weekend like richard case uh, who drew the doom patrol that uh grant morrison wrote like he and uh, a friend of mine were going out to dinner and they asked me if i wanted to come and i was like no i want to go home and go to bed i'm old <laughs> i'm old and tired and it's dark <laughs> but yeah Ch- chad you you've had you've had the larry dinner
3: i've had the larry dinner a couple times yeah it's, it's something else it's great yeah,
2: I- I've had the Larry not wanting to talk to me. Okay.
3: okay. I've, I've, like,
1: I've had a couple of Larry dinners as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're 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 great. They're interesting. I mean, they they're pretty much just like GI Joe 149, 150, 151. <laughs> 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 oh, the next so <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying that like like if you've been around Larry long enough, like you start yeah. hearing him when you read the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Can I be real with you for a second? Yeah, hit me. I thought we were going to leave all this ninja intrigue behind us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, so many good... Uh, Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I mean, you know... The person I probably fumbled the most over that I've met was not like a dinner thing, but it was was when I met Grant Morrison. That was a, that was a big one. And that could have turned into like a thing because I think our DC rep at the time when I was in retail was like all about getting us out to dinner with those guys. And I like politely declined because I knew I was just going to like, you know, fall over myself.
1: I have done. I've got a funny story to tell you guys. Actually, I did have a dinner with and this is this is the lineup of people. It was quite random. There was Adam Riches, who you you guys know. Yeah, I love that guy. So Adam was, Adam was there. It was Kirk Bazigian and his son. So Kirk Bazigian, the, like, the main marketer for the G.I. Joe toy line from 82 to, like, 94, basically. He was, like, head of marketing for G.I. Joe Boys Toys at Hasbro, all that kind of stuff. So that was interesting. And also uh, a, a spattering of other kind of artists and guys from, like, the G.I. Joe toy line and the car- comics and stuff like that. Anyway... I am, I'm sitting in the middle of the table, Kate's with me, obviously, to my right, Adam to my left, uh, jokers all around, and <laughs> and I'm basically telling this story, this Barcelona story, to everyone who was really interested in it, They probably couldn't understand me, but I was in this Barcelona story from when I had uh, f- food poisoning, funnily enough, uh, from eating fish in Barcelona, and then the night that followed, and what I did in detail... Before We Ate, which has gone down as the story that they always bring up whenever I see them again at conventions. So yeah, if you ever want to make an impression on some of your heroes, probably tell them a hideous story about uh, poop and vomit because that's what I did and yeah, yeah. and it went down I'll the never storm.
0: forget you and I never want to see you again <laughs> <laughs> two birds one stone yeah. that's what I'm saying um, in the interest of moving it along and all the listeners who are still with us that want to hear about G.I. Joe comics I like just shooting the sh- personally myself but um let's talk about beverages because it's time for beverage for the show beverage for the show beverage for the show now I am gonna go do do Drink my beverage for the shop. I have one. Do you three gentlemen have one? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. Fantastic. Um, who's going first? Chris Sims.
2: Th- hey, so... thank you for, for calling me Chris Sims. Uh, well, last time I was on the show, uh, you might remember I was just getting into kombucha.
1: Oh, uh, I hate this stuff. Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> and I am currently uh, drinking a special fall kombucha called Living in Gratitude. Uh, with apple, turmeric, carrot, and spices. And it's actually quite good. I'm very much enjoying it. I've never had it before,
0: and it's delicious. Very quick question. Is this a, a hot one that you have hot or cold? Ice cold. Ice, Ice cold. cold. Okay. Yeah. Mm, there's the carrot. Mm. <laughs> so after, interesting <laughs> interesting enough, after you came mm. on the show and said you had a kombucha, I had no clue what a kombucha was. So mm. I went out and bought one the following week for the first time, and um, I think i will never buy one again however you know i guess it's different tastes uh, maybe i had a, a particularly funky one but. listen
2: they can go bad on you pretty quick uh <laughs> if, you, if
0: you don't get a
2: good one they are like like there is so no socks. middle ground between good okay. and
0: very very bad oh that's that's yeah. good to know actually that's good to know so i, I probably will give it another shot then
2: but, um. uh, but we have a we have a local kombucha maker around here who does like really interesting flavors like there was one that's like um banana pepper it's like wow. a it's still like a little bit sweet, but it's got that banana pepper spice. When you drink it, it's really good. So uh, I've gotten into it, but like generally, I only eat or only drink it from one particular person.
0: So. Got it. And uh, what's your what's your rating out of ten for this one? Just so I can mark it down.
2: I would give this one a seven. I think seven, seven out of ten. Ooh. It's it's awfully good. Yeah.
0: Solid, nice, Mr. Bowers.
3: Yeah, well, Chris. What's what is kombucha? <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I don't remember I the don't last. Uh, I don't
2: remember the
1: last episode.
2: It's it's fermented
1: using using a pair of old gym socks.
2: <laughs> That's the thing. Like Aiden, actually, my wife always tells a story about how she tried to drink some kombucha when she was in college, and it was literally a friend of hers making it under his bed
0: uh, <laughs> that
2: stopped her from drinking good
0: kombucha for like She went blind for five days yeah
2: no, it's, it's fermented chad it's got some uh, uh vinegary sort of stuff in it. I don't
0: know. Is it is it vegetable based
2: it's got like a, a vinegar like culture this one has black tea green tea uh-huh. uh, the the vinegar culture and then uh, apple juice turmeric juice carrot juice okay. and uh, so yeah it's, it's vinegary and fermented uh, it's effectively
1: it's for... like drinking vinegar-flavoured cheese, then, in that case. Yeah.
2: It, but, no, but yeah. Chad, you would probably like it, because you're fair. a dude, and I know this, this is... Whenever Chad and I are on a panel together, since we've been doing panels together for 15 years...
1: 100, 100 <laughs> oh, years, yeah.
2: Wow. I always like to start a panel by telling people... Uh, I, I get Chad to t- say something about me that the crowd probably doesn't know, and then I say something about the crowd, uh, uh, Chad that the crowd doesn't know. And if I can do that now, Chad's a person who will drink some apple cider vinegar
3: if he's feeling a little sick okay shot of
2: apple cider (laughs) vent
1: the doctor orders
3: you know my mother-in-law my mother-in-law is very holistic she told me about it years ago and it tends to work clears them right up yeah it's pretty good uh that is not what i'm drinking today though gentlemen (laughs) okay chris chris can also probably tell you this uh, about me but i will just about eat anything um (laughs) same same yeah I'm, i'm with you but I'm a very picky drinker. And, uh, you know, I'm also picky about candy and gum and weird things like that. But I wanted to pick something today that, like, is sort of outside of my normal, like, uh, my go-to, something that I'm not comfortable with. So, guys... I got a monster coffee, monster energy drink coffee, monster cafe. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Can I get that one more time? Coffee, monster Cafe. It's cafe. Yeah. Cafe. Uh, but, but yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drink this. And I'm not like a monster energy drink guy. I don't think I've, uh, I've had a monster energy drink once. I don't do Red Bull. I don't do any of that stuff. And
0: it's still probably working. Yeah. <laughs> Talking Joe takes no responsibility for what is going to yeah. happen over the next so few minutes. So if I get lit up on this
3: vanilla uh, monster cafe, I'm gonna I'm gonna be if Chad goes into his uh badass
2: lerp mode, we'll know what
0: happens. <laughs> we need an average target mindset going on, don't you? Yeah. You're not in charge not of any heavy machinery or children for the next well, hour. I'm about are to, are you?
3: No, no. Two hours from now, maybe, but I'm about to turn the ninja off and uh go, go so full monster. They're full monster. All right. <laughs> well um, then tell us right. tell us. All right, so it doesn't smell great. Uh, I like, I like coffee, but this does not smell like coffee and cold coffee is never good anyway. So here we go. Oh, it tastes just like chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. That's not like super. When you say
2: cold coffee is never good. Are you talking about iced coffee as well? Or just like, yeah, no, I don't like, I don't like iced coffee. You know that. So
0: interesting. Strong. strong. I might've
2: known that about you. I know Matt Wilson, uh, who I also do a podcast with has told me flat out. I do not like hot drinks. Mm. Which I think is a, a cold.
3: <laughs> See, I would prefer hot drinks to cold drinks most times. Interesting.
0: interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ninety percent of the yeah. time that we're eating together, you're drinking sweet tea. I
3: think mm-hmm. you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's out, not bad not bad Yes, yeah.
0: on well, then out of 10
3: uh you know it's, it's it's iced coffee-ish cold coffee i don't know like a six maybe
0: seven six point five i'm giving you yeah <laughs> i mean it's not it's not bad diagnostic 80 what about you for so?
1: i am going with a simply lemonade with raspberry all natural not from concentrate 110 calories per eight fluid ounces serving 52 fluid ounces, 1.6 quart, 1.53 litres. I'm not going to do the whole thing. No, please don't. But actually, no, I might do. You know what I'm like. Let's try this. It's in a plastic kind of, you know, one of them orange juice bottles, like uh, Tropicana yep. style. Here we go.
0: That would not be allowed in my house. Kind of the anti plastic house.
1: Yeah, that is sweet as. F- <laughs> and also. Yeah, that is. That is. That, yeah, yeah. You've got. Yeah. There's definitely... That's really sharp. It's like um, a bit bitter at the back of the throat as well. A bit bits. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's all right. It's probably... A, I'm going to give it about... A, I'll give it about a six.
0: Six. Yeah. I like sharp stuff. I used to just eat lemons just to get, my, oh, yeah, it's got get that. that tingle and that buzz of just like, ha-ha, why did I do that? Let me do it again. It's got, kind definitely of thing. got a
1: sharp lemon <laughs> punch to the back of the throat, yeah. Woo okay yeah,
0: good stuff i have okay and again I'll, I'll try and keep this as brief as possible um i 30 seconds of backstory friday night i had a phone call from the missus or i phoned her said i'm on the way home from work i'm going to sainsbury's just to get a bit of shopping and get a few um snacks whatever for the train journey tomorrow because on the saturday i was taking a five-hour train journey up to thought bubble Sainos. Uh, went up to Sainos, yep yeah, sainsbury's Sainos and um uh <coughs> I said, is there anything you need? And she said, no. She said, do you know what day it is tomorrow? And I said, yeah, I'm going up to Thought Bubble for the convention. And she goes, have a think. What day is it? Oh, it's not your anniversary, is it? Like, oh, yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> completely forgotten. <laughs> but on my anniversary, I decided to go solo <laughs> to a comic book convention five hours away. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. oh, wow. well, so, so she, How I said. are you said, still
1: alive? seriously
0: i said i was thinking i was like and i was thinking i was like oh shit. yeah it is it is she hadn't said it and i was in my head i was like yeah 11th of november it's that's the one that's the that's no no not even 11th of november 9th of november that's the, that's <laughs> hell, no wonder i forgot um and i said uh oh yeah i know what it is i know what it is oh, yeah i've got you something don't worry about it it's, it's okay it's fine it's fine so i on my way up to sainsbury's uh, while I was in Sainsbury's, they had a bottle of. Uh, do you, I don't know if in the states you have Hotel Chocolat, the brand? Maybe not. It's um okay in the so. UK. In the UK, it's yeah, a TV show over here. It's a it's a, <laughs> like, it's a fancy. It's basically chocolate, but with no e on the end. So they say Chocolat, just without remove the e. It's um, a fancy
1: way of selling so, you really uh, expensive chocolate.
0: It's a very fancy, high end kind of, well, kind of mid end, kind of mid to high end chocolate uh, establishment, selling establishment. Anyway, on the shelves of Sainsbury's, they had this Hotel Chocolat bottle of chocolate cream liqueur branded, you know, had no Sainsbury's logos on it or anything. So I thought, brilliant, I'll buy that and I'll pretend I bought it earlier in the week out in town. And oh, she'll never know. Idea. She'll mm, never know. I to this No, no, no. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. She hates comics and anything to do with comics. She's not listening.
2: I wonder uh, why. <laughs> don't worry. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll send her an email that just has this clip on it. Yeah, but if you would, please. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this is, this is uh, yeah, chocolate cream li- liqueur. We melted our chocolate into vodka and cream. So anyway, bought that for her. That's what I'm drinking tonight, in fact. I just basically took it out of the cupboard this morning. And I thought, I'll have some of that. I'll have some of your anniversary presents. So, um, <laughs> and uh, let's have a go on this. Let's have a go on this, pour this into there.
1: Are you following the instructions? It sounded like you were uh,
0: reading instructions
1: on how to drink it.
0: That is, yeah, that's really, really nice. It's very milk very creamy silky chocolatey, and then you kind of get a little bit of vodka on the back of your throat very nice Lovely. very nice and then i'm gonna i'm gonna wash it down with a can of uh blue moon Belgian white beer just because i can um so i'm giving that eight out how of many
1: fucking beverages do you have
0: <laughs> like one and a half i'm giving it eight i'm giving it eight Thankfully, I haven't pissed into a bottle yet today. Last week, fellas, uh, I got so desperate <laughs> for a wee in the loft, I had to find an empty bottle and piss into a bottle.
1: And then he sent me a picture of it, which was even better, and then I threw up yeah. in my mouth a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, it was a,
3: not a plastic sna-
1: bottle, though. No, it was I, a Snapple, Snapple bottle.
2: I thought we were going to talk about G.I.
0: Joe at some point. <laughs> How I feel do you like think we get you not guys not in this
1: happen. position? We lie to you, and
0: huh? then we right. just talk. Bollocks. This is the last this is the last bit before before GI Joe talk because we gotta go inside Chief's mind. Ah! Felt like we'd just been there already. Very, very quickly, booking the tickets for Thought Bubble. And I thought, right, I've I booked it late, I haven't got any accommodation, Airbnb, on we go. Went to the website. First place I found, yes, they've got the dates I need. The price was like £52, very reasonable, it was half the cost of a hotel. All the hotels were selling out anyway. So uh, went to book it booked it and immediately got a bounce back saying sorry these dates aren't available why are you advertising a room to let for dates that you say are available that's not available just just take it down or something you know don't advertise something that's not available it just absolutely hacked me off so i found another one uh, went on there booked it like uh email back saying oh sorry you, your profile is not good enough um so you can't stay with me bye what the hell so, have
1: you done in in your Airbnb career to, to get I don't, turned away? No, I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have one. I don't have one. one. So that's the, that's the point. <laughs> it's I'm, like how really,
0: Hughes, We've uh, got them all around um, the room. Like, <laughs> yeah, I told him I'm a low user, so yeah, I, I hadn't had an account, so yeah. But basically, what, what's annoyed me this week is Airbnb as a whole and people who advertise rooms that aren't available or aren't willing to give a poor guy a chance. So I ended up getting a hotel that was twice that price. But anyway, moving on. Um, let's talk about some G.I. Joe comics, yeah? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I think I would like to do that now.
0: Comic talk, oh, comic talk. Larry harm writes them cheap and Chris discuss them, whoa. Comic talk, oh, comic talk. so we are discussing this week gi joe real american hero issues 149 to 151 closing in on the end of the marvel series i'm looking at i'm just going to quickly look at the covers see what we think 149 baroness strapped into the brainwave scanner cover commander looking over her with billy and mindbender in the background with a little tagline inside billy turns traitor baroness gets fried and the long-awaited return of snake eyes Do we like this cover it's okay i'm not sure what the, the pink flame <coughs> is that's yeah.
1: brainwave scanner stuff isn't it basically effect? Oh, no, I know. I I'm I think it's okay. It's it's not too bad.
0: You
3: know, not having listened to the uh, preceding episode, I'm sorry, guys, but like Phil Gassier. is that yes. how you guys pronounce his name? Like what? Like what, what's what's your what's your uh, what's your read on all Phil?
1: Very exaggerated. Very kind of over elaborate and animated kind of look in style for me
0: Mm -hmm. i mean it probably would have fit on other marvel books at that time period Mm -hmm. but i think from a gi joe point of view maybe it was not a style that had been seen before on this particular book i'm not i'm not against it. i'm not i don't think it's necessarily that bad very 90s wouldn't necessarily be my go-to choice by any means
3: I remember liking him a lot when I was younger, but looking yeah. at him now as as an adult, every time I go back to these issues, it always stands out as sort of like a. I'm, I'm not a big fan of like comparing artists, but did you guys uh, ever read Peter David's Aquaman?
0: Yeah, I, who was on that? That was uh the, Martin Eglund. Yeah, think.
3: the guy that started it was Martin Eglund and and yeah. this this is very reminiscent of that kind of like that kind of style. It's almost like it's weird. To, I don't know if you guys even understand when I say this, but it's like claymation almost. No, I understand what like, you mean. The, yeah. There's like a weird sort of like texture to it that uh, I don't know if it comes from the pencils or it comes from. The, the inking or the coloring but anyway i just i've always kind of been fascinated by this guy because i think sometimes he like knocks it out of the park
0: you've nailed it there one of my main downsides for him is sometimes he does knock it out of the park but sometimes it doesn't look that good at all it's just the inconsistency for me i think even across a, a single issue where you'll get some panels which are really kind of popping and striking and then there's some that just I don't know, feel a bit sort of flat or weird weird angles or weird, you know, I don't know. He's a
3: big fan of building a page around like a medium shot. You know what I mean? Like everything's kind of like, anyway, but yeah, we can talk about that some more as we go through. Cover, cover's okay. Jeff, who's
2: who's the guy I'm thinking of? Is it Andrew Wildman? Time of the Wild Man. Time of the Wild yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: we yeah. we
1: interviewed him a couple of days ago. Well, about a yeah. week ago now, didn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. Good guy, good guy. Because he was pre preceded this, didn't he? And he was, yeah. I think, he was a kind of a victim on GI Joe, also of that '90s style that was. Um, I think
3: he's. I think he certainly fared better than uh, than this guy. Uh, yeah, like I, hi- history wise. Yes. But, yeah.
2: I think he like he has the energy in this style that a lot of the people who were drawing around that time don't have and I, again i don't think this is bad my no. one big criticism with the art in these issues is i think snake eyes uh with his mask off looks t- terrible but not in the way he's supposed to <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> I, i've always yes.
1: hated that though like i i feel like snake eyes really as a character is so much better when he's mysterious and you don't know anything about him like fair enough backstory is, is fine but and like, no knowing how he got you know into the situation he is that's that's all well and good but removing the mask and having it off for a long period of time and showing him lots of screen time with his face it's just like it removes so much of him as a character i think personally yeah but yeah. even
2: even in um i mean god 50 issues before this when we see him and it's uh mark Bright <laughs> yeah, yeah. drawing it i think mark Bright who honestly honest to god draws jonah hex really yeah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah but I think that's that's like a much better looking snake eyes because you can kind of see what he's going for here because he's got kind of a his mouth is very skeletal. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think that like the idea is solid, but the execution
3: is is lacking, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it is, but it, it's 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 kind of inconsistent because definitely when he goes full lerp, you know, like he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he we, does actually jumping,
0: jumping ahead of ourselves.
3: But in other times, he's uh, at other times he looks like he's just a dude with a couple of scars on his face, you know, yeah. he's he's like a like dolph Lundgren with a couple scars.
0: For those who aren't reading along at home, why not foolish? But uh, in terms of a, a brief synopsis, this is um, the Joe's uh, issue one forty nine is kind of all just <laughs> set up. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> issue one point nine is kind of all set up. They're in. They've renamed Walker Cut Cutland just uh, W Land. I don't know if that's for the sake of um not yeah, having nice to write it or pronounce times, it, yeah. not have to write it. Yeah, but the Joes are there, kind of doing some reconnaissance stuff and. Cobra Commander's pulled out now um, and is back in the Silent Castle. And it all centres around the launch of an ICBM, which is then shot down by a surface-to-air missile. And Storm Shadows like, wait a minute, something fishy might be going on here. And he goes in, gets captured, doesn't come out. Snake Eyes goes in, then we get a big throw down Snake Eyes with Cobra Commander and Extras. And, and Cobra Commander's got of... a
1: new get-up that allows him to like basically level the playing field against ninjas. too.
2: Yeah,
0: end. he's in the Matrix!
2: I yeah. feel like you took a really long time to say that when you could have just said that these issues are about a slam dance in the cyber castle. Perfect. Yeah, you know,
0: you know, <laughs> done it, which is exactly why I wanted to come on the show to talk about this. Um, <laughs> and cause they referenced it when, um, after you were on the last time we were obviously reading the next subset of issues and there's a reference to someone says, oh, he's doing the slam dance. I forget what issue that was in. And uh I hadn't I hadn't picked up on that before and and then I was like, Oh yeah, because then you actually get slam dance in the cyber castle. So that was uh I don't know if a foreshadowing by Larry just using that term, but I think he, anyway. just, <laughs> loves, I think
1: he just loves I slam dancing and therefore yeah. he has to get oh, in, he, in can. Where he can. Listen,
3: I think it's <laughs> fair
2: to say that that the four of us uh are very big fans of slam of dancing. G.I. Joe, oh right. All uh, right, of, of the slam dance in the cybercastle, of Larry Hama and his writing. And I always think about that, you know, I, I talked about it last time, and Chad, you and I have talked about it a million times, that interview where Larry said that he only ever plotted like two or three pages in advance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you look at stuff like the issues around 100, you look at the Snake Eyes trilogy, you look at, at even like, you know, 21 and how much that affects the series going forward. And you're like, wow, I can't believe all of that came together. And then you read these issues, and I like them. <laughs> i really do like these issues but it's like oh yeah he was clearly plotting two to three pages ahead yeah which is why an icbm gets launched on one <laughs> page and then on the next page it gets shot down and then nothing ever happens with that. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah it was literally just so that they could get the he could get storm shadow involved that was the only yeah. reason yeah was, but he yeah.
0: kind of even referenced it he says like what's happening on the news at one point you know are we on the news and he's like no nah, because we haven't hurt any civilians no one cares all <laughs> oh, right that's all you have to do as a bad guy All you have to do is not hurt civilians <laughs> and no one will take an interest brilliant
3: yeah well and you know even i'm sure we'll get to this more in a, in a little bit but when you know cobra commander puts his iron man suit on like it's just an explanation as to so you can have that snake eyes yeah
0: yeah so you uh, can
3: snake spot. eyes fight so you can like yeah he can actually stand toe-to-toe toe-to-toe snake eyes yes
0: and there's a really cool bit that made me laugh About sort of seven or eight pages into issue 149, and Mindbender is stood behind Cabra Commander with a measuring tape, and he's measuring him up.
1: Do you want to get the fashion jingle
0: going here, by the way? Oh, yes, we do have... Uh, this is G.I. Joe Fashion. Armani, Prada, Versace 2. Joe's changed their outfits from black to blue. Duke and Hawk Look, but don't go. Changing their kit. Whoa, is that legit? Swapping camo jackets, headgear and boots. It's now neon colours and funky space suits. Sci-fi, stalker and even Roblox. While Bill, Flint and Mutt gave me a shot. So go take a walk if clothes aren't your passion. Because it's comic book talk and lovely G.I. Joe Fashion. Well, I suppose that comes later because Cobra Commander gets a new suit... Uh, and Mindbender, we should probably talk about Mindbender's new outfit, I guess, a little bit. I think they're the only two that get makeovers in this particular arc.
1: Well, in the first issue, we have a, a new character show up in Cyber Viper.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. No, was Cyber Viper? Is he Battlecore? Yeah, because so, all these guys are yeah. Battlecore guys, right?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 yeah the, the, well, actually, he wasn't
1: Battlecore. That's a lie. Sorry, I tell t- t- a lie. Uh, Mega Marines and Mega Monsters was brought out in nineteen. 97- that's right. Yeah, three. yeah, yeah. By Hasbro, and they had a cyber viper in that, which is exactly the same, you know design as the as yeah, well, I say exactly the same. There's a lot of elaborate extras uh, on the on the artwork uh, in this in this issue than the toy got
0: well how do, how do you feel about the Wolfgang bit, where there's a couple of pages where, He's recounting his heroics in, in getting the fuel or whatever it was uh, General Lederkrantz was after, and then he kind of gets gubbed by Flint and Lady J, who tell a completely different story after they overheard Destro. It, it feels a little bit like filler, but I guess he's Wolfgang's kind of been that scumbag, weaselly kind of guy in previous issues, so it's not out of the blue, so to speak. That
2: stuff's classic, Larry, though. Like, that is exactly yeah. what Larry thinks is yeah. hilarious, because yeah, he, like, there are scenes like that all through this run and I
0: like I I think it's enjoyable I think it's really fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, we... I think I think it's. Good.
1: And it does set up who's in charge of the country and stuff at you know like right. y- yeah yeah yeah.
0: Oh yeah, cuz that comes back doesn't it at the end towards the later of the arc Zartan impersonates him and kills Metz with a bomb and uh, Wolfgang thinks he's going to get strung up but they're like yeah you killed Metz you're well, our no, new leader. I was leader. really
1: worried reading that. I was thinking are we going to get this like, hideous like hanging? on from from Larry here, and he's like s- sitting up there on a chair., like, oh, thank God for that.
0: I was like, oh. classic. I'm on a page here. I've just turned a page. and um just jumping back to one four nine. And they've gone into one of Destro's secret lairs, and uh, he's got a storage room for extra masks. Hilarious! Love it! Yeah, amazing! Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I was going
3: before we get too far into that, like, and I really want to talk about Destro's masks, but I, I want to talk about like <laughs> the uh, the setup for them hearing Zartan and Destro uh, right. talking. Yep. You know, you get the giant Cobra gunship that's landing to, to pick up Cobra Commander or to pick up Cobra Commander and take him away. And but Flint and Lady J are clearly like whispering while there's a helicopter right around them. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like Flint, but like you know, again, big fan of the body count in these books, man, because it, like it, I think it matters. Yeah. Like Flint totally takes that dude's throat out. Oh. Yeah,
2: Turn about when yeah. Flint like <laughs> when Lady <laughs> just like, hey, we need to sneak up, and Flint's like, I'm gonna cut this
0: man's throat yeah. in these yeah. yeah. comics,
2: babies. Yeah. We Flint can't take prisoners. We're behind. We're
0: behind their lines. If you can't do it, let me. Not just yeah. that,
1: but he, he also throws Cobra Commander down a ravine and he does. just <laughs> on the off chance that Storm Shadow's gonna rescue him. But it's just he is Lovely. hard as nails in this series. <laughs> He's gone into
2: his bad of the bone lurp mode. <laughs> can I can I <laughs> yeah.
1: also point out something that is I, I love it for two reasons. One because it is just so cinematic, and two because it's just so ridiculous, and it's Snake Eyes getting ready. When he when he turns up in um, in what's his name's <laughs> at Leader Crance's place and just kind of barges in, grabs all the weapons, takes oh. his mascot, and then it goes yeah, into the John commando. Rambo, yeah. Well, it goes into the commando oh, mode, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, when he's like yeah. getting ready on the beach uh, after pulling up in his pants in a little dinghy. I always used to love that scene I don't know why uh, yeah. never confused and then um, yeah and then he, he like the next page is all decked out and all the weapons and everything with the the bandana on uh, and I'm pretty sure Hot Shots parodied that scene as well I'm sure like Charlie Sheen ends up falling over because he's got too many like weapons on him or something but I, I may be misremembering that
2: yeah, that's it's it's all Rambo riffs. Yeah, he has so many guns <laughs> and, this, and they're and they will also be named later on. I think it's in one fifty one, mm-hmm. uh where like Baroness is like, watch out. He's about to shoot us with his Heckler and cock nine millimeter submachine gun.
3: <laughs> and It's like,
2: Larry, you know, Larry, you are
3: better than this. Please. Oh, well, listen. But yeah, and there's a lot of narration as to how those guns work, too, at the end of 150. Big time. Yeah.
1: I forgot to mention, Ron Wagner was at uh, Assembly Required because he's Des Moines, Iowa-based. He's he's Des Moines-based. And we were talking about, like, you know, his work on the Marvel run and everything, and he said that Larry was so, like, specific about how, you, you, how he drew the guns. Like, he would always get comments on how he drew the weapons. And he said that uh, he even made him... He said he'd he'd lent books to people and never got them back... So he made Ron go out and buy the same books he had for restaurants to draw the guns. How amazing is that? Kenichi
2: Sonata, who drew Gunsmith Cats, like, that is a book that has, like, super accurate gun stuff in it. But he's, obviously, he's in Japan where <laughs> where guns are banned, yeah. And he would buy models, like, like, replicas, like, completely accurate replicas and got investigated by the, uh, Japanese wow. police because he was having, like, a ton of replica guns shipped to his house. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. and I had to be like no 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 I draw this comic about guns and cars and elaborate hosiery.
1: I bet they're all like sure you do mate. Sure you yeah. do. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay weirdo.
1: <laughs> I should also mention that the Battlecore Vipers are incorrectly colored as well. They should be purple and red and for some reason mm-hmm. they're bright yellow and blue and I have no idea okay. why. Yeah, yeah, I went
3: really, and pulled out the Balamo book this morning cuz I was like are there is there like a second release of that guy that was in that color and yeah they're
0: they're they're all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like to, you know, Take pot shots at creators or anything, but I think the coloring in general across these issues isn't necessarily the best. It feels a little bit flat to me.
1: I think it's kind of hit and miss. I think some pages it works really well, and then other wo- other times, yeah, it can it can be a little bit odd. Yeah, that kind of
0: happens in this whole last leg
3: of the series, though. I think where it kind of gets this sort of like updated coloring that doesn't quite work for GI Joe.
1: Can we also talk about slices ass as well? There's a really nice shot of him from behind, and it is just okay. pure meat bags. Okay. Yeah.
0: All, right, all right. That's that's enough talk about it. <laughs> I
1: think. Can you do a uh, can you do a theme tune for that,
0: chief? Slices <laughs> possibly. Uh, just just tying up the Wolfgang bit. I've come across a really cool panel of Flint, and uh, he says the little weasel can sling jive faster than a quartermaster pockets a kickback. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
1: The diary is, is amazing.
0: Things you know, Larry
3: said in real life yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah, right. How about Billy activating the ICBM with his face? <laughs> what <When>
2: he goes? What can he do? His hands tied behind his back. He, goes, I can use my face. Must be a bonk. <laughs> oh, the, sound effect is, the sound effect is bonk. Uh, and <laughs> when did, when did uh,
1: Snake Eyes become Iron Fist as well? Like, there's one scene where he's on fire. Like, his fists are on fire because he's been, like, oh. beating up and shooting yeah. and destroying Cobra Commander, but, like, setting him alight. And then he's just standing there over him in, yeah, man, like, flames.
0: He uh, phosphorus and sets Cobra Commander on fire with it. Ow. Yeah. At least, you know, ow. And He has done some quick hand action... In, in, at the end of one, at the yeah, at the end of one four nine, where Storm Shadow goes to see him, and he's basically catching fish with his hands mm-hmm. uh, in the river, and Snake Eyes, uh, Storm Shadow's caught a couple as well. But I have just turned the page because I am reading from the original floppies. I Wait. have just turned the page, Sorry. and I've I've got a uh, bull You remember the old bullpen bulletins, mm-hmm. um, and that means it's time for a new segment. And uh, this first one is going to Chris Sims. Yes. Testing Chris on Marvel Heroes. Will he score big or get lots of zeros with an Iron Man, a Hulk, Wolverine, a Doctor Doom? Does he know his lizard from his fin-pang-boom? Amazing. um, Amazing. I'm now testing you on Marvel Comics on sale this week in time. Okay. In wherever it was, 1994. Not that the month is necessarily going to help you. Uh, It is June 1994. I will give you the first initial of this comic. And you have to tell me what comic it was. Okay, let's we'll uh, start with this one. Uh, it starts with T. And it's a single word it starts with T. Max. T. In, in ninety in 94, 94 so. uh, and I'll give you a clue. It was a single character. It was a solo series.
2: Do, does it have like a description, or is it just like the the list listing the title?
0: Ah, that's a good yeah. one. I was gonna I was gonna give you a clue. You would guess the title, and then I would just read out the blurb. But we can do it that way. I can read the okay. blurb out. So let's do it that way. Uh, it's issue nine. I never get the blurb. Can I just say I always no, have to never get guess the yeah. okay. initial? Uh, is that blood on your axe? Question mark
2: oh oh, oh. yes
0: it's the resurrection of and it's got a name here i fear if i give you the name you will get it so it's chris it's gonna be be. terax right that's the cosmic powers miniseries is that what that is that is not the cosmic (sighs) powers miniseries that was going to be my next question so you've ruined that chad well done but (laughs) i'm kidding not really why yes it's the resurrection of blood axe was the rest of it and i'll give you the creator's by Defalco and friends. And oh, then it's, then it's then it's Thor. No, <laughs> no, man. Issue nine in 1994. Oh, okay, fine. Thor strikes. Thunderstrike. 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 Sorry. Thunderstrike. No, Sorry. Oh, no, yes. No, no. no, okay, you got there. I um, wouldn't have right. got
1: there that quickly. So, congratulations.
0: All right, I'll give you an easier one. Uh, w T I W. W T I W. Well, possibly W A T I W. I guess uh, Warlock in the Infinity Watch Warlock in the Infinity Watch Issue 29 Maya is ordered to kill Warlock And she always follows orders <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have another couple This is an M And it's issue 22 And I will give you the blurb Slaughter wants Spidey and this guy To enter his slaughterhouse M Check, got this one? By Wright, Napolitano and Cabrera i think he's got a new book that comes out this week in fact or next week by marvel a new number one he he was part of a group that also included big clue ghost rider
2: mm, It's an m
0: yeah uh, and okay. the group also i think you and mr matt wilson remade this team recently on a, a recent episode of uh, ajax
2: yeah it was it was our new Midnight Songs. correct uh, who has an M in oh Morbius
0: Morbius yes. yes. there we go, go. go. alright we'll do one more this is an E and it's issue 78 sorry I was gonna give you the I uh, said so the blurb uh, I can't give you these character names so it's someone and someone get more Proteus in their diets <laughs> <laughs> by Ashford and Lashley oof uh, with an E, with an e. You, uh,
2: Chad. You, you know this one's think, got me. I,
0: I think I do. Yeah, I think I yeah. do. But but I'm gonna get. Can
3: I give Chris a hint? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's right though. So let me let me say. Who is it? What's the creative team again?
0: Ashford, who I've not heard of, and Lashley, who I assume is Ken Lashley. Number seventy-eight. Yeah. It's a adjacent X book. Yep. Yep. Teeny Howard. Yep. Chris. I
3: think I, think uh, no, I know it. What's uh, uh, Excalibur.
0: Yes, Excalibur seventy-eight. Okay. Wolverine and Kitty get more Proteus in their diets. Wolverine uh, and Excalibur? That doesn't sound right. Maybe it was a... I uh, mean, I guess it was
2: 1994, yes. so... Yeah.
0: That was the bullpen bulletin from issue 159. Chad, you got one coming up in 150, so uh, hold your horses. Get ready. Back to the G.I. Joe comics. So, 149 ends with... what? Stormy's gone in, hasn't he? And uh, here we see the new... Like you said, Chad, the new Iron Man armor, effectively, for Cobra Commander, who basically just wants every one of his troops to fire at him and uh, see if he yeah. can take the hit. Which he does. Uh,
2: 149 just ends oh yeah <laughs> i <Like, laughs> 149 just like stops for a second <laughs> and then we see snake eyes uh, uh halfway across the world fighting cobra commander or, yeah, or storm storm shadow. Shadow. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah that's it that's how he does it yeah <laughs> and and the first time after like three pages where storm shadow gets introduced to cobra commander you've got this crazy double page splash with, it's looked like he's gone to Hades or something. There's just demon mouths. Just wow. It's just what what a unexpected turn of the page that would have been back in the day, I think. That it's it's
2: great. It's wild. I really wish they would have done like a like a Kirby style collage and made it look like a, a real Hieronymus Bosch
3: mm-hmm. uh, G.I.J. <laughs> G.I. comic. But yeah. I do
2: love that C- Commander is sliding down a giant tongue. Um, <laughs>
3: it's super gross. With with super accurate weapons too, by the way, toy weapons.
2: <laughs> does he have those, Chad? Does, does those come with Cobra Commander?
3: I I think that gun, the one on his left hand, is the actual gun that comes with that Cobra Commander. Okay. But Chris can probably
0: like uh or or tell yeah. me if, if I'm right. Yeah, yeah he
1: does yeah he has like a a missile launcher.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. A few pages later, we do get the new Mindbender outfit, and I'm a bit sad that he's lost the cape and the cod piece, to be honest, because this is just some sort of cybernetic eye patch thing and this you know. is this is a classic case of
1: the R imitating the toy shelf kind of scenario because obviously Dr. Mindbender new version was out and they needed to get it in there somehow and i think Larry just kind of squeezed it in this way in almost his like his matrix uniform you know like it yeah. you kind of get away with it kind of being more high tech it kind of almost works with the panel that he's working in and around at the yeah. computer panel but mm-hmm. i think that's what he's that's what larry's kind of idea was here probably to Oh, if I've got to get him in, then this is how I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I quite like that panel actually, with him, he's looking proper badass. How did Snake Eyes make the decision to go what what was the time period in Storm Shadow hasn't come back in like six hours? I'm going in. What was <laughs> I don't know what the what was the what was the crack there?
2: She just had to play a lot of charades with Scarlet before. Where Scarlet does a lot of heavy dialogue lifting. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. That is almost a full page, isn't it? Okay, fine. Well, we always knew Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes was going in because it told us on the cover <laughs>
1: <I think laughs> the battle we knew, I, you demanded. I, we didn't even need that, really, did we? I oh, think man. we all knew what, what was happening there. It would have
0: been a really pointless meeting, jet, yeah. wouldn't it, for
1: Storm Shadow to go there. I think that's in every and, movie. They always have the meeting that you just know how it's going to end every single yeah. time.
0: But the cover, the battle you demanded, Snake Eyes vs. Cobra Commander, I don't know anyone who actually wanted that battle, did they?
2: I Be- did
0: Before you knew he had the <laughs> outfit, I guess at the end of 149 when you know he's got the Iron Man outfit, yeah, then, then yes we do, I guess. Here's the thing, uh, though. why would you not want that i just battle. thought it was a little one-sided
1: like any fight with snake eyes is literally just yeah. a, it's just a snake eyes win isn't it yeah I mean, what's, it's he, even, what's
0: he bring to the table
1: it's so easy even with this new get up the actual fight itself but in terms of wanting the fight i think you're right though chris
0: what about when he's got those dragon gargoyle wings and he's he's punking slice and dice yeah that's it's pretty just <laughs> it's, it's crazy and how does this matrix thing work because he seems to have just made it all appear in a very small, well, confined area.
1: There's a moment when Snake Eyes uses, like, a smoke grenade to kind of break up what, what I think Dr. Mindbender describes as, and I'm too late to get there. It's a smoke grenade. The air-suspended particulates are interfering with the holographic lasers. Switch over to something else, you ninny, <laughs> says uh, Cobra Commander. Spang, rat tackling Spock. He trashed the control panel with weird words. But he's, <laughs> but he's out of ammo. Now's the time to. And then Cobra Commander gets one in the face quite oh horrendously. Uh, and then, oh, this is interesting, because Larry does go into massive detail with... Because yeah. uh, I think Larry, when he writes, he's almost writing to prevent anyone from writing a letter in to say, oh, I've, got a com- I've actually got a uh, correction for you there, Larry. So... Um, Larry writes these little notes in here to say, a 40mm frag doesn't have enough time to arm at close range. What this is, is a Fletcher (laughs) round. Like a giant uh, shotgun shell loaded with steel darts, a major Geneva Convention (laughs) (laughs) no-no.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad that Larry took the time to tell us that Snake
1: Eyes violates the Geneva Convention. (laughs) The round that follows is... (laughs) is colour-coded for white <laughs> phosphorus, also known as Willie Pete. Snake Eyes <laughs> has, yeah, it's like, ev- he's like literally over-explaining this stuff so that someone doesn't write in, like a military guy, and say, well, actually, Larry, I think you find that a uh, uh, white phosphorus would... Yeah, that co- it's just, like, incredible <laughs> detail there. It's Which brilliant,
0: though. I
2: it's believe, amazing. is also outlined at the Geneva Conventions. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. What, writing to Larry? I think you're right. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he added it. He added. It. You
2: will be brought before the Hague if you try to talk to Larry Hama. That has been my
0: experience. Uh, <laughs> That's where we had jump- dinner. In the Hague, yeah, nice. Just jumping back, uh, i spotted a cool panel before the Snake Eyes fight. There's one of these guys. Who are these guys that drive the detonators? I don't know. The guys in yellow?
1: They're, well, they're Battle Corps Cobra Vipers, but they're not.
0: Okay, all right. And one of them, we've seen this before in a previous issue, one of them's reading Inside Cobra, Spring 94. Oh, I love that. Love it. <laughs> it's Reminds, so good.
1: It was, was one of you guys were on our show when they were looking at the... Th- yeah, the yeah. I think it was issue
0: 92. Yeah. It was yeah, 92. Where the, yeah. yeah, yeah when the, the Cobras thing. are reading the G.I. Joe uh, catalogue and the, yeah. the vice versa. That's a great joke. Yeah, amazing.
3: Back to the cover real quick. What what version are you guys reading these in? I know that one of you... Uh, Chief, are you reading the issues? Yeah, I've got the floppies, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm reading them in the trades, the IDW trades. Okay, and you know they go to great lengths on these covers, and they reprint these covers to like take out the Marvel logo. Anyway, right. okay. But number number fifty obviously is missing the Marvel logo in the uh, corner box, but it yep. still keeps the Marvel's greatest talents team up for an all star gallery of your favorite Joes and Cobras. Yes, right, on that the one. cover. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that's what they were, chap.
3: Do you know who those guys <laughs> were? Do you want to know? Do you guys want to know who the guys are? Are we going to talk I've, about those at all?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got the pinups here. Yeah, yeah. I should yeah. What I should have done is posted them up. So have you got them? You have I them got in your them. trades. So that first one, that Brett Blevins one of Zorana is awesome. It's pretty great. I think that's the best one uh, of them all. But the Cobra Commander one's my favorite. I mean, you know that. Oh yeah, of course he's kicking the dog. Okay, I, guess. I yeah. guess yeah, that is the best one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, of course the Sabashima one.
3: But then there's a Tom Lyle Destro. Yep. There's a Pat Broderick Baroness.
0: Yep. He was on Doom twenty ninety nine at the time, which I was reading. That's a great book. Yeah, yeah, he's a good artist.
3: There's a uh, Alex Savic Scarlet. He did Web of Spider-Man, did he? Did one what, what are the... Yeah, Web of Spider-Man and a couple of... Like, did yeah, Superman yeah. for a long time, too. Yeah. Uh, it's logo in that one. Have you guys <laughs> seen... Are, are you looking at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's one written blood. in blood. The one written in blood. And then Zartan's is nuts. It's like a, a Steve Ditko logo uh, by Randy <laughs> Randy Emberlin Zartan. And then... Ron Zartan
2: is... Uh, no disrespect to Randy Emberlin. That
3: Zartan is very bad. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that logo though. I wish that was Zartan's logo from Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a Ron Lim roadblock.
1: That Zartan is like the same build as the Hulk.
0: <laughs> but it's yeah. good. It's, it's nice. Uh, I mean, overall, you know, back in '94, that would have been a, and it still is now, a, a pretty good lineup of creators to, to do these pinups so nice little touch i wonder what collections they're not included in then you've got the idw ones chad
3: well they're yeah they're not included in the idw one i had to
0: go look it up oh right i see what you're saying of course yeah, because yeah. of them being right okay right yeah
3: is the zarana one where she's
1: got loads of hair like
2: oh, she's right uh,
3: she's on a motorcycle she's like straddling a bike and she's got like um, much bigger hair than usual right
1: she has big hair and it's very long yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah cool guns though brevin Sleepwalker, sleepwalker artist yeah that's right, not yeah. right. you boys you boys are sleepwalker boys yeah yeah cool yeah, um, i mean i only acknowledge todd knock as the definitive okay right of course artist, so. of course where right so where are we in uh oh 150 that means there is definitely another bullpen bulletins and this time it's going to chad infinity gauntlet maximum carnage x-force and deadpool can chad guess these 90s books Sam super cool. Right. Okay. so let, let, Let's hope so, yeah. You've got an <coughs> N, issue 7. I'm going to give you the creators first, because I think the blurb might give it... Uh, will it give it? I don't know. So this is... Uh, I know now how to pronounce his name. Fabian Niseza. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Niseza. Oh, man. Nis- Niseza. Uh, Marinan and Stegbauer. Is that a Night Thrasher issue? It is not Night Thrasher. And this person has saved Alter Nova's world. Now uh, can he Oh, uh, it? Yeah, got to be Nova, right? It is Nova, yeah. Yeah, well done. It starts with a P. It's issue ninety-two. What's going to less chance? The creator or the? Um, I've got it. Have you? Yeah. Well, it's not your turn. This one word. This one work? <laughs> <that> one work? <laughs> uh, this. Yeah, <laughs> this man fights like a mad dog against. <laughs> Rabio.
3: Well, only there's only so many books that were like made it to ninety two. So that's is that a Punisher?
0: It is Punisher, yeah, by yeah. Dixon and Heath. Told you i already have it. Okay,
3: <laughs> that, that's a bad
0: issue. By the is way, it? yeah,
2: <laughs> I've read them all. So. Have oh, yeah?
0: Okay, all right, well, that's Heath, a bad though. one. Well, you've got a lot already on your uh, every story ever list. So I wonder if that one's in there. I'm going to write in and give you Punisher ninety two. Give me Punisher number ninety two? Yeah, I'm going to. Don't think I won't. Okay, what have we got here? C T A. This is a bit of a toughie Number two Okay The Malvolian Mace Of the Monk of Mitra Ooh Come on Chad CTA Issue two I'm gonna give you five countdown And then uh, Mr. Sims Is gonna tell you the answer Yeah Simo got this one (laughs) (laughs) CTA Yeah
1: I think I know it as well It's the only one I know With those letters
0: Can't give you the writer Because that will give it away Straight away I believe Yeah
2: I can tell you who the writer is If you want Chad
3: Tell
0: me who the writer is It's Roy what about the artist? Oh, is that Conan the Adventure Yeah. Yeah, it is Conan yeah, the Adventure yeah
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on.
0: SM. Well, it's not really SM, is it? It's just S. Or is it SM? I don't know. Hyphen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the easiest one you're ever going to get. Maximum
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carnage part. Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, can you. All right, here's a, here's a trickier one then. Get can the you guess issue. the issue? <laughs> can you guess the issue? 1994 of Spider Man, what issue? Third page. What does the panel in the top left hand I'll, corner? I'll give you. you the blurb. I'll give you the blurb. It's, it's, go- it's goblins galore with demo goblin and hobgoblin. Yeah. yeah. Oh we- yeah. That's gonna be Mackie and Lyle. Is that in the forties? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Good 40- job. Is that is that like forty
3: two?
0: Ah, forty
3: eight. Oh yeah, I was early in the year. Yeah, okay, okay. All right, cool, good job, good job cool. Back. That's, okay, that's got... after Maximum Carnage, though. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say I don't think that's Maximum that's Carnage. Like a, that's like a year after Maximum. What's a, what's a creative team on that? Tom Wile, somebody Tom else. Tom and Howard
0: mackie Yeah, Howard. Your boy, Howard We've got one more bullpen bullet in for Diagnostic A.E. And he will get none right, so you boys can bail him out. Uh, Which for is a issue shame, because I've done
1: really well in the background here, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking away. When you said CTA, I'm like, Conan the Adventurer. Like, like immediately oh, right. in my head. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I can't believe I got that. I'd have, been, I'd have looked good. really cool. If this had been my episode, and not yours, I was like
2: Captain Truck in America. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I want
1: to see that series now. Yes,
0: nice series. One. Yeah, but now I see. I turn the page to one five one. I see what you were talking about, diagnostic with Snake Eyes with his uh, hands on fire. He has got the iron fist. Yes.
3: Now this is a page that feels like really blows out of the water. I feel like this page is awesome.
0: Yes, yes, very dynamic. A lot of moving, a lot of action, good perspective. This is a, this is a good panel, and I like the fact that he's purposefully not had snake eyes looking towards the reader mm-hmm. well and now snake eyes is fighting not only cobra commander but also the brainwashed billy storm shadow and baroness they have even got billy in a cobra outfit as well
2: brainwashed or brought to their senses
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i love that that image of dr Mindbender on a couple of pages in it's just his face at the bottom of the page it looks like a it looks like a, something like cops
3: comics or something it's like oh wow up. yeah a little, little sam keithy or a little yeah. like uh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's pretty
2: cool. Snake Eyes setting his hands on fire and then beating Cobra Commander to the point where Cobra Commander catches on fire and Snake Eyes is okay (laughs) is...
1: Perfectly normal.
2: Brilliant yeah i love it yeah, it's pristine. great and that is what chad and i have tried to accomplish with every comic we've ever done <laughs> oh i thought you meant like in
1: real life like, <laughs> yeah, we we've tried to Bauer beat Bauer, people yeah, with our true, phosphorus true. flaming hands before and it just didn't work
2: you gotta, yeah let's <laughs> yeah. say something about chad bowers big geneva convention <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, the next page has the best dialogue exchange though the last three panels sniveling is so unbecoming cobra commander did you forget that i am a world-class pistol shot oh, huh? he dodged the bullet did you, did you forget, forget that the snake eyes is still a
2: world-class <laughs> ninja
0: <laughs> yeah that is uh oh, and, that is uh, gold that is clearly not a dodge
3: the bullet panel <laughs> he's got that, is, lines. that is he took his earlobe off panel
1: uh <laughs> Listen, yeah it looks this like he's comic- been shot in the head li- li- yeah, that's really what the, the panel yeah. actually looks like he's been killed
2: this comic's great because like i mean you talked about that but like the first page like the, the first line of dialogue in this comic like if you're if you're a kid right it's 1994 you're down at the drugstore you're at the comic book store <laughs> you pick up this comic because you want to see what's going on in it you read the first word balloon in this comic. So, Snake Eyes, you fought your way into this Cobra Sanctum Sanctorum, set Cobra Commander on fire with white phosphorus, and beat him to a pole. Did all this to rescue your friend Storm Shadow.
0: Well, more do you need?
2: Sold. Less declamation and more retaliation. If you don't mind, and Dr. Mike Miller, Like, Larry's back on it on this one. Yeah, he Tough. is. He is. This is good stuff.
0: Yeah. And I like the fact that when the one the previous panels where they're saying world class I like the fact that there is a different kind of branding of ninja. There's a world class ninja, there's a slightly <laughs> not good ninja, but he's right up there world class. I love how many times Cobra Commander gets shot in these issues though. Like earlier he's like,
3: shoot me, everybody shoot me. Then he's like, now Stop he's, shooting, C-spire, C-spire, Stop shooting yeah. me. The Baroness is like, Keep shooting him. That's great. <laughs> we might get lucky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you think upper command would have an issue with Flint chucking Cobra Commander into the ravine rather than taking him back to base as a uh, as a hostage, that uh, not is hostage the as a biggest- prisoner?
2: bunch of nonsense in this entire comic, because why would he not take Cobra Commander prisoner? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Why would he, under any circumstances, give Cobra
1: Commander up? Why would he feel like Storm Shadow would be a threat if Snake Eyes is with them? Because Snake yeah, right Eyes there. has been able to do all of like literally kick everyone, a- including Storm
0: Shadows, over many, yeah, many. It's, many it's
2: times. like Flip forgot he's a world class ninja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> then that was the pure motivation: was we can't get away because Storm Shadow is going to get us. The only thing that can throw him off. The scent is by chucking Cobra Commander away.
1: Why hasn't Snake Eyes done the Arashikagi Mindset in, like, a second, like he did in every other issue in the past ten issues?
2: Is it before this when he does the thing where he just, like, dehypnotizes five people in yeah, one panel spins and spin round, around real he fast? He, he yeah, literally holds is. his
1: fingers up and spins around, and it's like, oh, right, okay, done. Yeah, yeah, he brilliant. did it. He got it. What
2: possible issue could you have with that storytelling? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I love, they so Batman as well, how Storm Shadow saves him. Like, the flying dive to catch up with him, throwing the the grappling hook and having it wrap around a couple of rocks, and then just grabbing him and swinging out of like Yeah, I
0: never thought of that before, but now I am literally picturing that is Batman. Why is he not in a in a cape and cowl? Chad, you
2: might you might
0: know this since you've like
2: talked to Larry about this stuff, but like at this point in the run, was he just like doing this book Marvel style? Because the art definitely seems to be at odds with the dialogue at certain mm-hmm. points.
3: He does most of the series Marvel style, I think. Okay, and you can tell, like, just I think especially like in these later issues, how how much the dialogue is used to sort of explain what's going on. Yeah, um, for sure, and it's clearly an afterthought. But yeah, it's like even the the uh, one thirty nine in the trade. It's like right as Storm is like running out of the castle after him, uh, do not fear, Cobra Commander, your deliverance is nigh. And, and it's like the guy behind him is like nigh. Yeah, rhino right. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And then you know, there's like little pieces where like they talk about like launching the missile off the back of the what I don't know if that's supposed to be a, a vamp or what is, what is that uh that they're in? Is so that like it's a it's a
1: rhino, it's called the Rhino GPV, yeah. which never actually got released as a three and three quarter vehicle but did come out in like the uh kind of Hall of Fame twelve inch.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, they, it's clearly like the Gossier's working, on, I guess it's Gossier, right? He's working off the, yeah. uh, he's working off the, the models there. Cause they talk about like the exact weaponry that's on it and how it's got one thought, one missile that it launches and all this other stuff. But yeah, these, these things are, I think again, I love G.I. Joe. I think we all love G.I. Joe, but I definitely think the seams of the book are starting to show towards the end here. Yeah. But I like, do feel like
2: stuff. it's when it ends, it is time for it to end. And, and then, you know, when Larry comes back to it, I think he, he comes back and it's, as good as it ever was but yeah, yeah it is yeah. It is time for the book to end around this point
0: yeah i think you're right i think you're right i mean we even get another call back to joe colton pops up he actually comes up in the next issue as well 152 mm-hmm. but they even they rope him in here maybe as a little semi prelude for 152 but um they use the old what's his what's his uh big laser thing called the particle beam projector
1: yes
2: yeah the yeah. magic uh anywhere in the world laser uh, that's the one yeah the that one. they had that they that when that was introduced it was like oh there is no more tension in this book
0: ever you want to shoot anything down anywhere at any time yeah we, we can do that for you The
1: get out of any situation anytime anywhere card yeah that's the one yeah.
0: Yeah. i've turned the page and i actually have a advert here for paint the town red Maximum Carnage coming this summer to Super NES and Genesis. Hell yes it is. And that advert is... That image is amazing of of Carnage kind of looming over the uh, cityscape.
2: Yeah. I never played uh, it though. Never played it. That's the cover. Uh, That's the uh, box art of the video game too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That game moves. Does it? Yeah? It's worth worth seeking out maybe? Yeah, I mean, like... No, not not, <laughs> not in 2019, but okay. like at the time it was like one of my, one of my favorite Super NES games. Because, you know, you got to be Spider-Man, you got to be Venom, Captain America shows up, it's got, it recreates like panels from the Maximum Carnage comic. So you got to, you know, when Cletus Cassidy escapes from Ravencroft Institute, aka yep. not Arkham Asylum,
0: okay.
2: completely <laughs> distinct from any other supervillain uh, mental institutions you may have heard of. Like, it's pixelated, but it's, you know, it's Mark Bagley art. It, it's Spider-Man and it was kind of the first time that had happened in the game
0: alright well just while we've ever so partially jumped off of G.I.J. we might as well finish up the ball bulletins round right. uh, this is uh, going to Diagnostic AT Hi. think 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 right back the comics Marvel published the 90s was a wondrous time can Chris sift out the rubbish right <laughs> I like so... how the themes get Progressively worse. This is mine. This is. Yeah, you don't matter because you're already on the show. Rublished is what you should have said. (laughs) You're never ever ever going to get. If you guess this, I will personally fly over to Missouri tomorrow and see you. Okay. Now I'm slightly worried. NPA. Is that it? I thought it sounded like there were going to be more letters coming. NPA, issue one of a four issue miniseries. Mm Hmm. Wow, I didn't know this guy wrote it. It's written by Dematis, or Dematis, I don't know how you pronounce it, J-M. It's got Alex Saviuk art. No, no, not a a chance. It's not a superhero book. Oh, great, then, yeah, not, not a chance. The first N is actually a... It's, um... You're not going to get it. No. Uh, you boys. That's why I've said a number of times, no. Okay. Tell me what it is. It's NFL Pro Action number one. Oh
2: right. Okay. Yeah. Never oh. really got that. What's NFL Pro Action? I don't
0: know. Why is it written by Jim DeMattis? I want that book.
2: Surely. We know about NFL Super Pro. But yeah. We don't know about NFL Pro Action. I don't we think, do now, we do now think in you No. Do now I've
3: never seen that book. I I it. I don't know. That's wild. Okay. I mean, look. We
2: worked in a. <laughs> we we both worked in a comic store for several years. We've <laughs> yeah, You it. never saw that. Book.
0: Yeah. yeah. I uh, can't picture it. I guess. Okay, I H Incredible Hulk. It is Incredible Hulk. I'll give the blurb. Uh, you can try and guess numbers. Has the Pantheon found the cure for AIDS? <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and... Peter David and Gary Frank. Oh man, I think I know what issue this is, though. Yeah. Does it have a cover? No. Well, yes, it does. It does. It has got the cover. It's the only one I that thought it has it was the only cover comic
1: for. in history. Is, didn't is it the?
0: Have the cover. Uh, no, but I'm saying, do you, can you see the cover? Yeah, I've got it in front of me. Yeah is the black cover it's black with a spotlight on on uh, it's uh, jim wilson sam is uh, jim wilson in the hospital yeah, bed yeah, yeah. i remember actually at the time thinking this actually was a really good issue i don't know if it holds up because i haven't read it since but is it in the 300s it's not in the 300s okay which suggests you're not going to get it no
3: it, it's it's got
0: to be higher. back a hulk 300s like in the 80s like 411 uh it's close 420 <laughs> yeah what is it? not bad not bad <laughs> <I'm> de- <laughs> should have should four twenty. <laughs> Should have gone four twenty. I'm doing a, a incredible Hulk Peter David reread at the moment, actually. Oh, it's so good, man! It's yeah. Good. Well, I don't know. I I, I started at around three seventy, so I didn't start with his beginning of the run. I started just before all those split personalities merged into like Professor. Oh, yeah. And those leading up to that, I thought were a little bit hit, hit and miss, but now it has started to find a bit of a the groove that I like and I liked at the time. So yeah, I think it's it's getting into the good stuff now. And then I'll give you one more. Let's let's go with M C P. Easy. Yeah, yeah that's an easy one. No, too much pressure. <laughs> Either of you two boys, then? Marvel no, Comics presents. presents. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was too easy. Uh, what well, can I can I give you the issue number? You can tell me who's in it. Probably not. I oh, don't sure. know, you might be able to sure. Issue 161 Who were the Still three what's the, what's the Ghost three Rider story? Ghost Rider, no 161 one. Well, I one, think six, the one. first character here The first story Is a Ghost Rider A Jace, possibly I, I don't know I might be making Blackheart it No, it starts with a V Venom He's from Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> together uh, Vengeance Vengeance Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's
3: a yeah. Ghost Rider character yeah, Is
0: yeah, that a Ghost yeah. Rider character? Okay, good, cool, yeah, I got lucky sure. Hawkeye. Uh... Hawkeye, yes. Did you just look it up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what a scumbag. What a scumbag. continue? And, no, not you. I don't mind the other two boys, can, but not you. And the last one is a team group. Power pack? No. So, new Warriors? Um, yes. Yes, New Warriors, yes. Done. Back to G.I. Joe. Okay, r- wrapping up this kind of 151, I guess, you've got this massive meathead who's tra- having a go at uh, who he thinks is Wolfgang. But it's obviously Zartan. I forgot about that image. He is a—he's a giant. That guy should be in a wrestling ring because he. So yeah, what do you the think they said about the... him? What do you think they said about him when he got on the bus? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah, call his him name,
3: me. His head name was actually uh, Simo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, like, again this is clearly an example of larry like, like a doing it marvel style and B, just not caring about like making it make sense at some points because the dude is like screaming at him but what he's screaming
3: is like don't write on the stalls <laughs> you know th- this is something that like i don't know if you guys have ever talked about on this on the show but like larry's also writing wolverine right now
0: yeah of course he is yeah, and yeah. It's well, in 94 it's, was he definitely in 94 doing it still oh yeah i think he's i think he's writing it like yeah i
2: feel like he was writing wolverine until he was writing batman
0: yeah oh, like, oh, okay. wow but you're 100 right because i reckon this was around 94 was probably around issue 70 of wolverine maybe uh, i guess and i think he stayed on to over 100 didn't he
3: yeah like eight it's in the 80s uh, oh, right right now so yeah and it's like him and uh and i think cupid still's on it, if i'm not mistaken yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I think you're right. I mean, that book is selling gangbusters, man. That book is like selling like crazy. And so I'm not saying Larry, like, G.I. Joe's like his second book.
0: <laughs> but there are
3: some, there are sometimes having recently reread that Wolverine run, which I really like. And it's very good. You know, the G.I. Joe towards the end here, especially feels like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same stuff that always happens.
0: Yeah. I, d- I don't know how many crossover fans he got from one book to the other. I don't know that, either. you know.
2: Well, I mean, I imagine he had probably at this point. Given where the the toy line was kind of going at the time, but he probably had a lot more freedom on Wolverine too to okay. do what he wanted to do.
0: Yeah, the, the issue kind of just—I mean, you mentioned one four nine just kind of ending, but what we've been finding in our reread is even complete arcs, whether they be three, four, two issues, six issues, they all have been recently doing the same thing where Larry wraps it up in literally two or sometimes even one page, and the same thing has kind of happened here. The whole snake eyes cover commander thing is just kind of ah forgotten about and it just cuts to new york city roblox and tunnel rat and they've gone to see joe colton and they're issuing papers you know he's back on active service and it kind of all just the, the whole previous stuff is just done and dusted forgotten about and on to the next
2: which is weird because you would think if that guy was manning that laser that could hit anything in the world <laughs> they want to keep him in that office because yeah. roblox is very. Roblox is very concerned about the drama
0: of the book. Yeah, yeah, single point of failure, Joe Colton. I mean, I guess he's got Jane there still. Uh, next issue, G.I. Joe Colton turns... Can I ask you guys a question? And, yeah, Ch- and Chad, this is, for, this is for you too. Because you know that I love
2: letter column names, Chad. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things, weirdly enough. Postbox the Pit is a bad letter column name, I feel. What, what do you think the G.I. Joe letter column name should be?
1: Well, in the Action Force comics, it was called Mail Call... Which is probably not that much better.
2: (laughs) I believe mail call had been used by like uh, one of the DC War comics at that point. Yeah, so probably didn't want to use that one. But that's, I mean, that's you know, that's that's a good one. That's well, it had it had
0: had an image of Flint kind of shouting, uh, cupped hands next to his mouth. Uh, and they can have the, the mail Is fall, he like come back and back get
2: your mail or I'll slit your throat <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the, the plane the plane coming over and all this mail dropping out of the back of the plane Come get yeah. your
1: mail before I throw Cobra Commander into a ravine
3: <laughs> Yeah I mean
1: I think the mail bag but have it as M-A-L-E and then it means something <laughs> completely different <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good question I mean like the scrotum modern... section sorry carry on
3: <laughs> I mean m- modern it would be awesome if they could call it letters from snake eyes uh... <laughs> just have him answer everyone oh that's good Pretty like like yeah. yeah but I mean considering Larry answered most of these probably you're wrong I think you're, <laughs> you're <gonna be> yeah. <laughs> wrong uh, no I don't know that's a good question We've, yeah because we... I've never been a big fan of that name either
1: I've got a theory about the letters column especially with, with where Larry's involved Involved with the G.I. Joe uh, comic, is that when the IDW Marvel, well, sorry, the IDW A Real American Hero run started again, he complained that he wasn't getting enough letters sent in, like either email or whatever uh, format that you, you could do it in. Uh, he was complaining he wasn't getting any, and I think he's kind of shot himself in the foot in the way that he writes the comics like yes he will make mistakes but also if you write a letter in and you point that out he would also kind of really go at you sometimes as well yeah so i feel like he's almost i know shot himself in the foot in that one he over explains a lot of the things where he knows you know he'll get people writing letters in and two i think you know he's very aggressive when it comes to someone maybe pointing out a criticism about maybe hey I think sneak peek's already dead, Larry. That kind of thing, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, we've read uh, a few uh, letters from previous issues where someone has done just that. They've kind of criticised the book and he's given a massive paragraph reply, kind of just shooting the guy down and just basically balling him out so that's kind yeah. of an old
2: school thing though because like yeah. if you ever go back and read silver age dc comic letter columns like especially when robert Kaniger was yeah. the editor of the book like they are the most mean like yeah. bad
0: faith yeah. like really the yeah. picking They're brutal
2: like because i mean because the, the fans are like that as well but
0: but all right was the actually a thing all like, oh, right wow that's brilliant yeah
2: it's it's there is there is a harshness to them that is a little bit surprising
0: that's amazing okay so uh, wrapping up that arc of 149 to 151 how are we yojo cola in this who who is brave enough to go first
3: I really
2: like these issues. Like, I I mean, look, they're kind of objectively bad, but they're bad in a way that's still really fun in the way that, you know, the best G.I. Joe stuff is fun. And that first page of of 151 should like the big fight between Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander should be all of 150. And it's not. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But they, they move really fast. They got some weird writing in them. Snake Eyes violates the Geneva Conventions. I'm pretty sure Flint says he's going to murder a prisoner at one point. That's not yeah. great either. I feel like these are soldier cartoons for babies. So maybe, maybe don't. But I do, I do think these are fun. I think they're worth reading. I, I mean, there's yeah. very little uh, GI Joe from this run that's not worth reading. But I, I do think these are very fun. I remember them fondly. And
0: uh, what's your jo age? Then out of ten?
2: I mean, I'll give I'll give him like a like a six and a half
0: JoJo Colas. Six and a half JoJo Colas, yeah. Chad. I don't disagree with, with anything
3: you said. I, I do like these issues, but, you know, for a fight that you really didn't know that you wanted to see, I think for the Cobra Commander Snake Eyes fight, there's not a lot to it. And for it to be such a big issue, kind of here at the end, you want it to be much bigger. You know what I mean? You want it to be, like, more of a more of a culmination of all that stuff. Because, like, you know, I, I've said this before, and I think Chris, you and I have talked about this quite a bit, that, like, the story of G.I. Joe really is the story of, like, Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander in a lot of ways. yeah. And, and I think it's weird to not see those guys actually, like, have that big, like, that big moment. You know what I mean? Where, like, stuff comes to the surface and character Like, like this issue today would be huge, right? But it just kind of, it's almost like it kind of sneaks up on the creative team. Oh, sh- we've got a big issue coming, guys. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, they kind of, like, fall into it, you know? Like, it they know they need had, it. I,
0: th- I think it would have kind of a Thor Malekith War of the Realms build. Like a, you know, like yeah. a three-year build or something. yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
2: There's so much there that they could, like, like those are the characters that G.I. Joe is the story of, but they also have no real reason to fight, right. and any of the work that could have been done to give them a reason, like, a battle for the soul of Billy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, the, guy, should, he's the character be. that connects them. Right. But, and, and Billy's in it, hitting buns with face. <laughs> so it doesn't really doesn't really have the, the the
3: juice you want out of it. Yeah, I mean it needs it needs more scarlet in it. You know what I mean? It yeah. needs it needs stuff that, you know, the the stuff with Wolfgang just seems like filler based off what you should be getting mm-hmm. with, with Jews and I, I don't know. It, it's not. It's not the best GI Joe's. It's not the best example of GI Joe comics. It also feels very toyetic in some ways, with characters wedged in and, and little things. I don't know. Again, it's always a good comic when you're reading a GI Joe comic. So I don't want to like bash it too much. But I'd say okay. I'd probably go closer to like a four or a five. Okay.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and bash it a little bit if you guys go ahead um yeah. i i'm getting very bored of bit of being in the same seeing basically effectively the same thing just dressed up a slightly differently yeah which, which is getting to the point now we get to this stage and you're right there's that feeling of okay just p- put it to bed now and then come back to it in like 20 years time <laughs> but yeah. like i and again i love the comics i love gi joe i'm not gonna you know i, I don't like bad mouthing it or anything but i was getting to the point with this particular run it was like oh so we've got the obligatory snake eyes uh timber and Scarlet in the high sea areas we've got the obligatory couple of panels of gi joe and gi jane in manhattan we've got Transcarpathia carpathia and the silent castle again we've got the brainwave yeah. scanner again we've got yeah. you know it's like it's the same thing over and over and over and over again and it's like to the point where you're like let's let's move away from some of these things that we've already done to i think yeah. kind of death that you know it's it, there's there's so much of the same location i can i can take in, in comics i think it's like a mixture of <laughs> it's a mixture of adhd and like <laughs> and you know but just wanting something fresh and new each time and and especially with all these different characters and updated designs the locations are always the same so i kind of thought like well let's do something different let's not use the brainwave scanner for a change let's go a different direction and it never happened
3: you know i don't want to i don't want to like again get get into the same stuff but like i said it's it's like the greatest hits that you keep seeing and they're only larry's greatest hits right because larry's only been on the book so where you want to see like innovation and where you want to see like reaching for new things and kind of exploring different aspects of like what it means to be gi joe and the and and like a changing you know political climate and and all these things like you're just going back to that well there there seems to
1: be a, a, a period of time in the in the comics where larry was creating a new country like every week there was Mm -hmm. like you know cobra island was there and then all of a sudden there was uh you know barovia and transcarpathia and yada 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 and they were like literally pouring out he was like it was like a new mission a new country special missions Mm -hmm. were like churning them out as well and it was like this is really cool it's like really fresh each time and there's a new character and a new up and, and it was like that that was like almost saving you know some uh, sometimes a bit of poor writing and sometimes a bit of poor art, but then it got to the point where, like yes, the writing's really good, and that's i think I think sometimes reading some of the dialogue is what like makes me smile the most, seeing the new characters, and then you are like you know. Like, their new decos, their new uh, designs and stuff. And I'd be like, yeah, this is really cool. But then... But it, it's just, like... It's almost like you're picking... It's, they're all just stickers, and you're just putting them on the same board every single time. So, yeah, that's... I was just getting a little bit... And also, the Chiefs knows about this. Uh, I'm just so fed up with the Brainwave scanner now. Like, it's, like, the only thing they ever use. Like, it's the only thing they ever use. And I just don't... I think it's... I don't know, to the point where it was great during Millville. Like, it was really, like, a, a, you know, that was a great way to get the entire town under their, you know, control... But then it's just been used, like it, like every panel, even when it's not necessary. It's like, oh, I'll just throw him in the brainwave scanner. But it's the postman. It's like, who? Can- <laughs> no, wh- why is the milkman going in the brainwave scanner? Oh, no reason. I just thought, you know, it'd be fun to f- with his brain. It's like, okay, yeah, all right, Cobra Commander. We get it. You're an asshole.
2: I feel like it's kind of like it's the bad side of what makes GI Joe so good, right? Like a thing that I think we all really like about it as comics writers is, or as comics readers, is that like, stuff sticks around. Like, it, it really is kind of one continuous narrative where things happen and have yeah. consequences yeah, yeah, and yeah. characters do things and, and they are remembered. Sure. And that's, you know, largely a function, I think, of it being Larry's book, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like, since it's just Larry's book, he can only do the same thing so many times. I think it's know? just
1: a personal thing for me in the way that I like to consume stories and comics and stuff. It, that That's just, it, you know, he hasn't got a chance if If that if we're going to stay in this particular area like for like a hundred and fifty odd issues, then that's just something that i'm you know from a personal point of view don't really get a lot of enjoyment out of It's weird though because obviously i'm get I'm still getting a lot of enjoyment out of the book in different ways It's just with that extended arcs, yeah they're great over a period of time when it moves and when the characters are affected, and when you know certain aspects of the government are affected over a long period of time. I get that. But this isn't happening here. It's almost like it's just doing the same thing over and over again in a different in, a, in the same place over and over again. Like there's to me, there's no this I mean the, a, a really good um, test is when Chief, every time we do an episode, questions me on what the f-ing comic is about, and then I'm like, <laughs> um, and we've just read it minutes before like actually doing the recording and we're both none the wiser even though we've read it in the past multiple times and then read it just before coming on we're both like um i think it's got something to do with the revolutionist dogs of the you know it's like the, the same f-ing phrase that you've running dog up, lackeys
0: yeah of,
1: yeah and like again i'm not uh, it's it sounds like i'm having a massive go which i kind of am but i'm trying not to it's it's just like i think for me it's like i I need I need more. I need it to I need it to move throughout the globe a little bit and to to have new threats for GI Joe to to deal with. I think that's another aspect of it. It's the uh, I suppose you know how like in okay well in in superhero comics it's not always the kingpin that, that the Daredevil's fighting. It's not always you know the Sinister Six for Spider Man like he and that's six characters he can fight. <laughs> it's like. It, it, I feel like it's always the same threat, and I, lo- I think that's why I liked special missions, where they'd always have, you know, a different. It, it, Cobra would, you know, there'd be a little bit of uh, Cobra invested in it, and there'll be a little bit of Destro kind of kind of s- snuck in there a bit. But for the most part, I, I like to have a bit of separation from a bad guy, and then, but like, Cobra Commander yeah. is literally in every issue, from issue one to like issue one fifty nine thousand nine hundred twelve.
3: I think the book works best when when it's about like sort of the uh, not just fighting Cobra on like a uh, face to face right like not just fighting like a his tank versus like a, a vamp like that's not what yeah. you want to see every yeah. like, you want to see like the, the the conceptual aspect of Cobra being kind of the real problem not less not necessarily like Cobra themselves right which is why I think Special Missions works good and why. The book should always tie back to Cobra, but oh, yeah, yes, it doesn't yes. always have to be Cobra. Yeah, and that's yeah. another thing. Like, I feel like 150, we're like laying ground for new stories when we should be like, or or we're spinning our wheels on new stories when a lot of stuff should be converging with just like five issues left. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. What, what Do you think they, knew they had head? five issues left at this point?
0: Um, Probably not, because I mean, I kind
2: it... of feel like the writing's on the wall retra- retrospectively. Mm-hmm. But because, and I also feel like when this book ended again. I love this book. I like these issues. I don't think anyone was surprised, and I don't think anybody <laughs> yeah. really missed it, I except for Larry, maybe
1: I, on th- I the think city Larry has day. said, he said in a panel when they knew it was happening, but I can't remember, yeah. it was very
0: close well, to the end, like he in, only had like a couple in of the issues. End, in the end of issue 151, in Postbox the Pit, there's a bit that says G.I. Joe 152 marks our time with Hasbro's G.I. Joe 30th salute, which commemorates the 30th anniversary of the infamous toy line, mm-hmm. and then he says Larry takes a well-deserved break for issues 153 and 154, passing the reins over to Peter Quinios for a solo adventure with Scarlet, and then Roadblock. Larry returns in issue one hundred and fifty-five to stir up more trouble for the American heroes. Yeah, he sure
3: does. They they, <laughs> they they did not know that book was uh, was yeah. Ending. No, yeah, no. not at fifty, not at one hundred and fifty-one. No, least. it
1: was definitely close. Yeah,
3: because I think it looks like you know you're 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 starting new stuff. I mean, like you invite Joe Colton to the team at the end of one hundred and fifty-one, and so it feels like, oh, okay, we're going to kind of push that a little bit too, play that out. And I know that the next issue is like a kind of like an homage to the the, the history of Gi Joe but yeah I, I don't know that that's an interesting question like when they got the word I
1: mean,
0: anyway yeah so uh, diagnostic even, what I'm, what you giving it
1: I having said all of that i'm I still enjoy it get a lot of heavy nostalgia like you know from it as well so i'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna give it a five it's not I'm just gonna go down the middle on this one uh it's not the worst but it's it's getting to the point where I'm just like um I need something else okay.
0: <laughs> Silence. fair, fair enough
2: I think and it's I think time for a and... young man
0: named Josh Blaylock That's it. To <laughs> it. The scene. Well, before that we've got the 8 issues from Dark Horse to cover. Oh we've, like, oh, we've got
1: we've got to do the 4 issue Transformers crossover that we haven't done yet. That's I forgot that uh,
2: extreme
0: times were calling for extreme
3: heroes, extreme.
0: guys. I know it. Sergeant Chris, Sadditch. that's my
3: that's my bar, man. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: All right. I know. I've got that. I've got all those issues. Actually, I'm I'm looking now at the issue one, the Frank Miller cover. I kind of like the, the cover. The, the silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's well good. I'm giving it a six. Um, some of the choice bits of dialogue bump it up. Billy smashing a panel, a uh, control panel <laughs> with his face is worth <laughs> an extra half a point. I think
1: <laughs> he's only he's got one eye left, and he uses his face to turn up. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't think i actually wanted the snake eyes cover commander face off uh, I, th- I think i would have been happy if that never actually happened because where do you kind of go from there with those two characters in the future whenever they meet up again but anyway i suppose it happened whatever and it, it i like the matrix and the tongues and it's him sliding down the tongue at the beginning of the mouths and stuff so yeah i'm gonna is. give it a six I'm gonna give it a six. Next week we'll be doing issues one five two to one five four. So join us for that. We're gonna get you out on this. Chief Bass, Prison Chatter question. Chief Bass Prison Chatter question. What do they say? What do they do when Chief Bass Prison Chatter question? So, very, very quickly, Star Wars episode nine. What is your pre movie rating going in out of ten? What do uh... you think you're gonna score it out of ten before you go in? All right, I'm gonna say this. I think it's gonna be a perfectly fine movie, and probably have some very good stuff
3: in it. But I am so out of the like Star Wars mindset right now. Like, just not. Just, just. What if I got in front of you in like made a triangle <laughs> with my fingers? What What would you make? What would be, like, <laughs> how would you get back into the Star Wars mindset? What would be the uh, the symbol for them?
2: I don't know. Like a seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I really like the the new Star Wars movies. Like the, I mean. Rogue One's okay, and I didn't see Solo, and what I saw, it looked really boring. But as far as, like, episode seven and eight, like, I really, really liked them. They're, like, my favorite Star Wars movies. <laughs> so, okay, uh, you're going in high. Yeah, I mean, I, like, hopefully this one's good. My only thing is, like, I don't know if I will like J.J. Abrams coming back to finish it as much as I liked Ryan Johnson uh, yeah, picking nice. up in, in episode uh, eight. Cause, like, because my whole thing is, like, Rey should absolutely be a nobody. Yeah. Like, that's, she should not have, like, famous special parents. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. But is that a a given that she will have, then?
2: I have heard things, but I mean, like, God, it's Star Wars and I'm on the internet, so of course I've heard
0: (laughs) information that
2: is dubiously accurate, but I mean, hopefully not. I think once you've established something like that in a movie, you should not take it back, so hopefully not, but that's like my only worry. Like, I am otherwise sure that it's going to be really good, because I like those movies a lot.
0: All right, okay. And so you, you would go in with I guess maybe an eight or a nine is your pre movie kind of
2: yeah probably like solid. like I, I I legit think like Force Awakens and Last Jedi I think are like both solid nines for me honestly okay. so oh. uh, I would be surprised if this one was uh, anything lower than an eight I would say
0: okay
2: Chad, is that Good surprising stuff.
3: no not at all because I think you do like the I think you do like the movies the new movies better than I do and that's not to say I don't like the new movies I think they're fine I just am not like super excited about them at all like i don't think i was like super stoked for force awakens or anything like we have a friend uh chris and i have a friend that used to work with us at the store named scott and he's he's a big fan of like endings <laughs> things that actually
0: yeah. have endings yeah i'm saying i'm, I'm, I'm all crazy, about like superhero comics a yeah. lot uh, he, he used to does he like happy endings <laughs> uh
3: no i think he just liked endings i think he likes stuff to end and while I don't always agree with him on stuff like that, like for Star Wars I do feel like, you know, it had a pretty decent ending. But I, you know, look I got I got two boys. I have a 9-year-old and a 4-year-old and they both absolutely love Star Wars and I get more joy out of like hanging out and talking about Star Wars and watching Star Wars with them than I do personally. You know what I mean? So it's like a different different experience for me these days. But yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'll be there opening night. I'm excited about it. I just don't have like high expectations for yeah, it's it's sad, guys. I don't have high expectations
0: for anything anymore. No. <laughs> you, you might be present, pleasantly surprised then. Hopefully, I think
1: I'm just burnt out. Actually, I I kind of got to the point. I I prefer having that gap between the films, like a like a good long period of time. And I I still I love Rogue One, and I really enjoyed Solo. But I think having a film like every single year, sometimes even less than like there's like a six month break between two of them. I was kind of like, uh, you know, like getting a little burnt out. And then I think The Last Jedi was like, kind of like that moment where I was just like, I just don't, I I didn't feel much from it, believe it or not. I didn't get that kind of feeling that I had previously, like you were saying, Chad. And um, yeah, I, I kind of I'm, I'm excited in a in some sense, but nowhere near as I have been in the past. For, especially when Force Awakens was announced, like yeah. man, I was like buzzing when that was when that was announced and thinking oh, I can't wait. Enjoyed that immensely and was like definitely on the boat of yeah, bring give me more, give me more. And then like like the, like the perfect yeah. hole. I was like no, I've had enough now. So
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll see, we'll see. When's it open? It's like mid December or something, is it? Is it that soon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's It's a Christmas Christmas movie, yeah.
1: Seventeenth or something? Sixteenth, seventeenth, yeah. Mandalorian drops
0: the Mandalorian drops tomorrow, right? Oh man, that is gonna I was discussing this with someone (laughs) No, no. Well, yeah, I was discussing this with someone. I think it's going to break all illegal download records for the, <laughs> for the UK because it's not available in the UK anywhere. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Mate, so I feel we so don't, bad for that, you. We don't get that, we don't get that Disney s*** sh- till March I next so, year. I feel so bad for Oh you. wow, I don't yeah, feel that's so just, bad. Yeah. Uh, they're saying it's going to break Game of Thrones numbers for illegal downloads. Isn't that so the yeah. dumbest yeah. yeah. thing
1: ever, by the way, not having it global release? That's really
0: Yeah, that's yeah, wild. Talk but about
1: killing off a huge amount of your revenue. You already
0: yeah well anyway we'll see well the rest of europe as well i don't think has has that channel yet but it's anyway we'll see more. um Jeez. we 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 are running long on Talking Joe this week uh, we hope you stayed with us we'll be back next week as previously discussed with 152 to 154 all the usual crap will be included <laughs> check us out on uh, Talking underscore Joe on Twitter Talking Joe Comics on Instagram Talking Joe comics at gmail.com and Talking Joe a G.I. Joe podcast on Facebook uh, where can the fine people out there check out your stuff guests Chris and Chad the
3: Twitter uh, and the Instagram I'm at Chad chad bowers on twitter and i'm uh thomas chad bowers on uh, on instagram i have links to everything that i do at
2: the-isb.com including you know things that i've written uh on the internet and comics that you can buy and uh podcasts that i do so if you like hearing me talk and you like hearing me talk about things that are not gi Joe, good news everyone
0: <laughs> and what about you diagnostic do you do stuff are you out there no i'm just editing this episode now for the rest of my life yeah. i think <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Diagnostic80. That's with a K80. And of course, uh, the Full Force Podcast, which is on iTunes, Podbeam, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, Patreon, and everything in the world. You can, And also Facebook and Twitter. So, yeah, check us out.
0: Brilliant. We'd like to say a big thank you once again to Chad Bowers and Chris Sims for coming on, spending their time with us. Uh, always you. appreciate it, guys. And uh, we will catch you down the road.
1: Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. See ya.